scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Live action, Gabe. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morency. The pimps, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them and everybody else in between. Throwing it down. The Thursday night to throw down. Uh, ended up uh, being some prime time pain uh, this evening. Uh, betters, uh, heartbroken uh, this evening across uh, the board. Seattle needed the win. They get the win. 28-21 uh, victors. Arizona looking for some late magic once again. Nearly get it, uh, but falls short. The total falls short. Arizona scores. The game goes over the number. They don't score. The game stays under uh, the number. Craziness. The number is sharp. Sharper than a rusty nail uh, in an empty warehouse, these numbers. Brutal. The props, very, very uh, sharp uh, as well at this time of the year. You know what else is uh, sharp? The Tulsa Golden Hurricane. The Tulsa Golden Hurricane are pretty sharp. Just absolute madness and craziness and an absolute uh, classic sports rage screw job. And I'm the one that hates the term bad beat. All right? I don't like the term bad beat. Uh, Every time people lose a damn bet, they cry about how it's a bad beat. But to me, to me, having the over 55 tonight, that was a bad beat. And I've had people, well, how can you say it's a bad beat? It was scoreless at the half. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's what made it painful. This is, do you know what happened in the Tulsa game tonight? That's the George Costanza special. That's like going on a date. You think everything's going great. And then she tells you, you know what? My boyfriend has the same watch as that. We got the old, uh, at the end of the night, the old boyfriend drop. That's what happened there. It would have been better to get rejected. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, 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 you go up to a hot chick, you're better off getting rejected than getting strung along. Right? So we were getting rejected, and then we got to the doorstep, and then, oh, yeah, you Ten know seconds. what? My boyfriend has the same watch as that. The old sports rage screw job. The Joan Collins Five, special. Four, Who ruined your Thursday? Three, Everybody. Two, bring it. One. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Bad buddy. Late night anger management clash. Thursday night got throwdown. Joe Sports Rage screw job special this evening. Wow. Wow. Like, I don't I don't know, man. Um, we're going to get into what the definition of a bad beat is, but I like when people are telling me when I say, oh, that was a bad beat. Well, it's not a bad beat. Shut up. Shut up. I've lost $55,000 on a football game on the last possession, all right, uh, of a game before. So don't don't tell me about bad beats. Um, you know, what is a bad beat? Listen, bad beats are all relative. There's a difference between bad beats, painful beats, but the fact of the matter is, if a game is scoreless at the half and you have the over 55 and it's scoreless with five minutes left in the third quarter and you find yourself in overtime at tied at 24 after a team comes back and hits a fourth and 13, a fourth and 15 and a freaking Hail Mary 
And then they both score in overtime. And one of the teams is on the doorstep of scoring. And the game's going to go over the number, essentially. And it's a pick six. And everybody that had the over of this game were on Twitter. Everyone's praying. We're like, and I put it out there. I knew, man, Tulsa are resilient. I was like, they can come back. They can come back. Remember I tweeted, I said, all right, we're praying for a comeback. It's going to go to overtime. It freaking does. It does. And then Tulsa actually comes all the way back again and then picks off Tulane as Tulane's about to score, and they return it for a pick six, and they win by six. They don't kick the extra point. And the game stays under by a number, by one point. The game stays under by one point because they won on a pick six, a pick six, and then they don't kick the extra point because they don't have to. They win by six. You can't make this up, and it gets to 54. Yeah, don't tell me that's not a bad beat. That's the definition of a bad beat. That's the definition. That's the old, that's, that's the, that, that, that's the, that's the bad, that's the worst of the worst. So, so, uh, a bad beat. So, last week, I had Buffalo against Arizona, and I celebrated when Stephon Diggs scored that touchdown. I was, like, running around the house. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown, Buffalo. And then Colin Murray goes down the field and scores a touchdown, and I lose my bet. Like, I celebrated too early, or was that a bad beat? You did, yeah. You did. That was a bad beat. You lost on a Hail Mary. That's a bad beat. Um, so there's a lot of bad beats. There's a lot of bad beats um, that have happened. And, you know, listen, tonight, tonight, Arizona not getting there. Arizona and Arizona not scoring and forcing the game to go overtime. That's not a bad beat. The over was just a bad pick. There's a difference between a bad beat and a bad pick. All right. There's a big difference between bad picks, bad beats. And then there's a difference between painful uh, beats as well. But the Tulsa game, for anybody that watched the Tulsa game, like for anyone that was actually watching, the NFL game was, yeah, it was all right. You want to talk about screw jobs as well. I had, I had under seven and a half punts. There was eight punts tonight. There was eight punts tonight. <laughs> seven and a half. And the only reason there was eight punts tonight because the Arizona Cardinal offensive line, these jerk-offs like move around more than a meth head jonesing for his next fix. Like seriously, I've seen less movement outside a methadone clinic than I've seen with the Arizona Cardinal offensive line. Like for the love of God, guys. Like, like seriously, they had like four false starts like uh, on one on one drive. You know what? I think the old 12th man thing is a pile of crap in Seattle, all right? <laughs> oh, they caused false starts. Well, there was no 12th man there, all right? There was no fans there. And Arizona, Arizona, you know, kept jumping offside, kept false start. It was like over and over and over and over again. And you know what? They ended up with eight. And you know what? There were seven punts, guys, in the first half of that game. Seven punts in the first half. One. And I tried. I'm going to admit. I tried to uh, reverse psychology. And I tried to reverse mush this thing. I tweeted out, we're done. I said, we're at seven punts. It's at the half. We're done. And I posted a picture uh, of toast. I said, we're toast. But I was really, what I was really trying to do was alter reality somehow. 
I don't have the power to do that, unfortunately. So I tried, <laughs> but so I sort of said, all right. And then deep down inside, though, I was like, you know what? It's very possible they don't punt in the second half. Like, it's very possible they don't punt. They punted once in the second half. Once. Once. Man, I don't even know where to start tonight. So it's just, you know, the, the punt prop was upsetting. Kyler Murray, like, not running tonight was upsetting. <laughs> Every Everything was upsetting. But the Tulsa game, like, the Tulsa game was just so much fun, and it was so dramatic. Right. That once again, listen, Tulsa came back on Central Florida. They were down 17 nothing this year. Central uh, Central Florida is a good football team. Tulsa comes back on them. Tulsa's down 21 nothing to a good SMU team. They come back and win last week. Tonight, you figure out, right, they've hit the wall. It's 14 nothing. They're losing. They just get. Oh, yeah, and I should mention they were on their third string quarterback. Their third string quarterback looked like Steve Young. All right. Like, I don't know. Their third so I like to see the other two guys if this is your third best guy, because I think you guys are starting the wrong guy. And, you know, I know Zach Smith's been there a long time, but this Bryn dude, um, yeah, roll up the Bryn to win because uh, this kid can throw the ball. Like this kid, like seriously, he's running around. It's like fourth and 13. You're like, wow, they can't do this, can they? Yeah, he does it again. Then it's like fourth and 15. He does it again. Then it's like, all right, the game's on the line. We need a Hail Mary from the 38 kid. Good luck with that, all right? You're a third-string quarterback. You've never played before. Good luck with this. Kid hits it perfectly. Boom. Like, the kid's throwing bullets. Like, bang, back in the end zone, touchdown. Wasn't even a Hail Mary. It was like a touchdown pass. Wasn't like desperation. The kid just zinged it into the end zone, and they caught it. And uh, and, then, uh, and then, like, and then Tulsa, in classic team fashion, if you're Tulsa, like, it was great. They pick it off and return it. How dramatic could it be? They're 5-1. and one. And as he's running down the field, I just thought, oh, God. I was like, well, no, no, he's there. They don't kick the extra point. They don't kick the extra point. And it made me think about one of my real bad beats over the years in which in which we lost with uh, we were getting (laughs) we were getting. (laughs) I was getting 12 and a half points in overtime and and. The other team scored first, and then the team that I had threw a pick six, and I lost by 13. That was brutal. And that was just when that, these overtime rules started. So whatever, man. It is what it is. I'm trying to be positive about this and um, and 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 think that, you know what? I've got the bad luck out of the way going into the weekend. I feel this is going to be a big weekend. I feel like uh, we're going to go bigger this weekend. Uh, it's time to step up and uh, shake things up. Uh, we're going to go bigger this weekend. But, man, and I don't know if you guys noticed this, but we know going back over the years, Thursday nights are just always a screw job, guys. They are. All right? Arizona wasn't themselves tonight. They're all beat up and stuff. You know, we did have Seattle, fortunately, because our, our props fell short again tonight. So, fortunately, we did have Seattle. I should have just loaded up more on Seattle. Seconds. I thought that Arizona would be spent you know, they played a track meet against Buffalo. They played a track meet against Miami two weeks ago. It was a short week. They're beat up. They're on that adrenaline high after, you know, winning on a Hail Mary. They're not a great team. They're good, but injuries are starting to catch up to them. You see their offensive line jumps all the time. It's, you know, their old line's not great. 
Um, their defense has been shredded by injuries. And even Troy Aikman, who I think does a great job. Aikman doesn't get the love that he deserves. Ten Aikman seconds. does a great job. But even Aikman said, he goes, I don't know why these quarterbacks aren't picking apart these seconds. Like, there's four, a lot of holes out there. Three. Teddy Cover steps two, up and in. Bring one, it. Zero. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. You want some of this, don't you? Yeah! Well, you need to know the winners. And I know the winners. So call me now. Whoa! $5 for the first minute. $2 for each additional minute. You have reached the coach's hot line. Line. Covers hot line. In the game of my M.A. Mm -hmm. Versus in... Cincinnati. 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 Come on, come on. Don't you realize this is costing me money? Live action. Thursday night throwdown continues. The sports rage screw job uh, night uh, tonight. I don't know what I said it before, man. Thursday nights, it's always the midweek games that are torturous for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it's because you don't have a bunch of other games to forget about them. Uh, But let's bring in uh, Teddy right now. Teddy always tells it like it is. Teddy covers Ted Savransky, straight from the strip in Las Vegas, Nevada, from Ted's Sportsbook and Casino, uh, stepping up and in. Sports memo, wager talk in the house. What's up, Teddy? Marinci, how are you tonight, my friend? You hanging in through the point spread drama? Teddy, yeah, yeah, that's what exactly, Teddy. A lot of drama tonight. So I don't like the term Ooh. bad beat. I don't like the term bad beat, all right? Uh, it's used too often. Everyone that loses a bet all the time thinks it's a bad beat. I don't use the term very often. I get called out because I said I felt as though my over-under 55 in the Tulsa game was a bad beat that I lost because they didn't because of the way that it played out at the end of the game. I don't care that it was the, the fact that it was scoreless at the half. Oh, and it's not a bad beat. It was scoreless at the half. No, that's what makes it painful. Like, you know what I mean? That's what that's what made it painful. <laughs> the fact that we were teased into believing that, oh, my God, this has a chance. You know, I would have been I would have preferred if it just would have stayed uh, zero zero. I did have a piece of Tulsa on the money line, Teddy. Uh, what a resilient team, but just craziness. Like, just forget about like the betting aspect. And, and also there's two sides to every story. What about the poor bastards that had Tulane <laughs> that were about to score a touchdown in overtime? And it's like, oh, God, you got to be kidding me. It goes the other way. These two, these Tulsa games are getting crazy every week, Teddy. And, I mean, when you think about all the things that Tulsa had to do to win that game, where they convert fourth and 13 and then a fourth, fourth and 15. 15. A Hail Mary. You know, uh, <laughs> Sure, sure. I mean, but this is all even before the Hail Mary, you know, before any of that stuff. <laughs> it's uh, it's hard to do, but that's the magic of, of 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 what we do, you know, is that there are insane finishes and there is, you know, thrillingness. And of course, you know, I mean, you know, Tulsa's laying five in that game, you know. 
Wow. At no point were they covering until the clock hit zeros in double overtime. You know, that's a tough beat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there aren't many bad beats, and I'm with you that the term is overused. And, I mean, even on my show, we're looking at every day I'm looking for bad beats. Okay. This was a bad beat. All right. The two the, the two lane side. Now, the overside, I'm with everybody else. That wasn't a bad beat. Shut up. It was nothing, nothing at halftime. You had no chance. No. But. Oh, it doesn't matter what the score in. was before. That's the belief. It doesn't matter in, what the score was before. It's irrelevant. Exactly. When you have chance, when you're live, and then it gets ripped from you. It's like the Nick. Yes. The, it's like both the Nick Chubb touchdown and the Kyler Murray uh, hail mary, where yeah, yeah. you have yeah, you yes. know that moment of exhilaration when Chubb's running down the sideline. You got a Browns ticket, or when Hopkins catches it, you got a Cardinals ticket, and then. Uh, there's hope, and then there's no hope. <laughs> yeah. No, we're not kicking an extra point. Oh, I'm going to step out at the one. Yeah, it, it's worse. It, it, it feels worse that way. No question, dude. It does. You know, when, when you think you have a chance, and then you don't. Yeah, I said I used the comparison. It's like uh, Costanza going for a date. And he thinks everything's going great, and at the end, she drops. My boyfriend has the same watch. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a prison break that <laughs> fell short, Kenny. Like like the Tulsa game, like you said, like the Tulsa game. I thought it was like it's like a prison break. Yeah, like I said, I was watching it too. I like Tulsa. I've got connections there, so I'm watching the game. And it's like you said, so many obstacles, and then they come back. They go through all so much, like so many times, Teddy. And not just to mention the fourth and thirteens, the fourth and fifteens. Like they're always getting penalties. Oh, it's first and twenty, and they got to do a bigger play again, and and then with they the tied third quarterback. I know, Bryn. I don't, Teddy. I'd like to see the other two guys because they're not better than him. You guys are starting the wrong guy. Okay, Zach Smith's been there eight years. He's not as good as his Bryn kid. All right. So, Teddy, and then Tulane, Teddy, of course, returns the kick right away. And I'm actually positive, Teddy. I'm thinking, good, good, good. That's enough time. Tulsa has so much magic in them; they can tie the game with a minute left, and they do. They do. And then they both <laughs> kick field goals in overtime, which is kind of perfect, Teddy. Because I'm like, oh, man, they're at 48. Someone scores a touchdown here. We get to 55. We're rocking. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, no. I saw it develop. It was like slow motion, Teddy. I saw the ball leave the kid on Tulane's hands. It's like, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to run. He's going to return this. Like, talk to me about Tulsa. There's just some years, some teams just magical run. It must be a fun time for these kids, uh, Teddy. <laughs> like, the way things are going for that team this year, bro. And, and, I mean, so, I didn't have action on the game. If I was going to have action on the game, I'd have had the favorite, you know, and it would have been as wrong side winner as you'll ever have. <laughs> but, you're right. When it comes to certain teams, certain years, in college football, as much as any sport, you know, Sometimes a team just has that magic, and it doesn't matter what the stats say or any of that. If you step in front of them, you're going to get in trouble. And um, Unfortunately, that happened at Tulane Backers tonight. Um, so, you know what? I've got to back off the props. The props are, are, are hurting me. They're fun. But as the year goes on, Teddy, the numbers get a lot sharper. And especially on Thursday night, the players are not themselves. It's sort of like Madden energy level. It's not 100% of these guys. But I was on Seattle. Uh, I fell short with a teaser to the over. I needed 50 uh, against the 49. You know, uh, Kyler Murray rushes for 67 yards a game. I mean, 
Kyle, only Dalvin Cook has more rushing touchdowns than Kyler Murray this year. Murray got beat up in the game. You can tell Teddy he wasn't himself. He was injured. He was playing through some pain tonight. Tough kid, but he was he got hit, and normally he doesn't. And you can tell he was he, he wasn't accurate like he normally is. They just were, you know, Teddy. They played Miami. They played Buffalo. They were emotionally spent. It caught up to them. One of the few picks I had on the right side tonight was taking Seattle. What did you? What, who did you have in this game tonight? Yeah, I was with you. We did the Seahawks as being the only side uh, to take in that ball game, and the short. You know, I heard some buzz about, oh, now there's momentum. You know, Arizona's got momentum. It's like no, <laughs> uh, Seattle's hungry, and Arizona's playing on a short week, and it showed, it showed right from the opening kick. You know, uh, that that first drive for the Seahawks to go up seven nothing in that game. I mean, that was really a thing of beauty because Arizona defended everything on that drive well. Seattle just made plays, and that was the case uh, for the game. Although, again, the, I mean, you make an argument that the biggest play of the game, certainly from a point spread perspective, is is the uh, you know zebra blowing his whistle and calling a holding Safety. in the end zone. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, that uh, people won't think just, about just, Teddy. Just you're right. That lead from like because you think it's a seven point game. If you didn't see it, you're like, oh, they won by seven. No, no, dude, they were winning by two. And I was a little concerned. I'm like, yep. I never lay three. And, oh, this sucks. Right? Like you said, it changed the dynamic of the game big time, Teddy. If you didn't see it, you just you don't understand how we got to 28. <laughs> sure. And, 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 again, on the following drive after the safety, they kicked the field goal. So that made it, you know, went from two to seven yeah. off that one whistle, which is, you know, uh, and, and it changed what Arizona had to do on the last drive of the game. Uh, of course, now they have to score a touchdown on the, with two minutes left instead of uh, uh, kicking a field goal. You know, a touchdown for the tie instead of a field goal for the win. So, I mean, the, the one call had, a, you know, an outsized impact on the, uh, on the final result there. And, um, you know, very good for Seattle batters. Uh, Teddy, uh, I read one of your um, one of your breakdowns at uh, one of the uh, the many media outlets that, that uh, you're, you're worldwide, you're global. Um, so I was reading your breakdown of Minnesota and Dallas. And speaking of momentum, you know, momentum is fleeting in sports. You have it until you don't. But right now, Minnesota does seem to have it. Like there's a little bit of confidence with the football team now. They're, you know, they've tightened things up in their secondary. Cousins is getting more comfortable with Jefferson. Um, you know, Dalvin Cook is obviously a big key. The health of Dalvin Cook is massive to them when you know when he's there or not. And they're laying seven right now. Dallas get Andy Dalton uh, back. Um, there will be a lot of ooh. I don't know if I want to lay seven with Kirk Cousins. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us about your breakdown of this game. So look, the markets are going to give you three hundred reasons why Dallas is a good bet this week. You just gave some of them. Oh, Andy Dalton is back. <laughs> <laughs> like saying, ooh, Joe Flacco is back, you know. Um, when you get a chance to bet against Andy Dalton, you take it. You know, the last two games the Cowboys have played with Andy Dalton, they lost 38-10 to and 25-3. to Did you watch Cincinnati last year with Dalton? You know, it's not like the guy can play. And then Jerry Jones is like, oh, I think he's the best backup quarterback in the NFL, and it's not even close, and he's our guy, and there's no question, and yada, yada. And the markets are all excited about that. And the markets are all excited because uh, the Vikings came out of their bye and then they played uh, each of their three divisional opponents. You know, first they have uh, Green Bay, 
uh, than, than Detroit and then Chicago, and they beat them all. And now they're like, oh, they're going to be flat. No, they're live now in a way they weren't. I don't understand the Dallas money is cheap seven with da- uh, with the Vikings. You know, it's crazy. Uh, Teddy Covers kicking it with us. SportsMemo.com, Wager Talk uh, TV in the house. So what's crazy about that is Garrett Gilbert probably gives him a better chance to win. Kid's got a cannon for an arm. Got something to prove. Like you said, Dalton's just going to get sacked a million times and stuff like that. You know you know what you're going to get from Andy Five, Dalton. But four, the fact that Jerry Jones three, thinks Dalton's so great, you two, know that's, that's what makes him one, wrong now. Bring zero. it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Night, buddy. Late night anger management class continues. The great Teddy Covers kicking it with us. Throwing it down, Las Vegas. A town that I hope to get to uh, sooner uh, rather than later uh, once again. Tony Finn uh, promised to take me out on the town, um, uh, Teddy. So how, how how can I turn down an opportunity to go down the town uh, with uh, with Tony Finn? Uh, but let's get down to business because time always flies when you're on. We appreciate your time. You can find Teddy over at Wager Talk and uh, and uh, and Sports Memo. So, Teddy, we were just talking going into the break here about the Dallas Cowboys and the Minnesota Vikings. So uh, Cowboys get the cover with uh, with Garrett Gilbert. And uh, I like Gilbert. Kid's got a strong arm. Listen, Andy Dalton. Eddie Dalton used to be a good quarterback, uh, Teddy, right? I mean, the guy, he covered like 60% of the time. Him and Marvin Lewis had a hell of a run. They lost in the playoffs, but he had a good record, uh, ATS. But he's like a um, he's like a UFC fighter, Teddy, that's done, and they keep throwing him out there, and he keeps getting knocked out. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he keeps getting knocked out. Sure. And that, that, that's what's happening now. You're right. He's just spanning – I'm not kidding. Garrett Gilbert gives a better chance to win, but I don't know. Maybe they don't want to win, actually, uh, right now. So they are kind of a mess. Um, So the Vikings, so we'll move on to other games, but you're comfortable laying the touchdown with the Vikings here. I would only lay the touchdown with the Vikings there. I want no part. And, of course, here's a Dallas team. for Okay, for the season, the division has won, what, 2-18 and outside of division? Right, Insane. Dallas Crazy. for the season is the single worst point spread team in the NFL. They've covered once all year, and yet the markets are saying, "Oh no, the Cowboys are good. The NFC East is good. They, 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 they should get your money, not my money." <laughs> I like that. Not my money. That should be. Uh, that should be. That should, you should make T-shirts, Teddy. Two T-shirts. Why'd you bet that? And uh, not my money. (laughs) 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 So why'd you bet that's caught That's the maddest you ever were at me. That's uh, that I I ever remember you being at me was when I when I asked you that question. You were you had steam coming out of your eyes that moment, bro. (laughs) You caught me. Why do I? I remember that night. I wasn't mad at you. I was mad at the at the moment at the question. Uh, I was mad at the moment. Sure, sure. And we had some fun with it though. It stuck. Why'd you bet that? 
But I'm not the only one. You did the same thing to Blessing in the hotel in Vegas. <laughs> Blessing was pretty yeah. upset. And I mean, and, and uh, course, up, like, he came back and won his. Won, oh, he was so happy. Yeah. What do you think now, Teddy? Instead of just being all laughing like he was so, he was like a wrestler talking in your face. What do you think now, huh? Who's a loser now? <laughs> <laughs> and that was so dead. He had that over. That was just dead. I know. Virginia Cavs over. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. In the NCAA tournament, gold. That was a fun night. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was that was a real fun night. There wasn't Legendary. a lot of social distancing going on that night, though, in that, that place. So <laughs> we could if we could do that right now. No, no, different era. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, I wonder if we'll ever have days like that uh, again. But but fun time. So, uh, Teddy, talk to me about the Packers and the Colts. Um, you know, the, the Colts keep winning football games. I don't buy into them, really. I do and I don't. I mean, they've got a great defense. They really do. Um, it's You know, you got the Phillip Rivers factor. Frank Reich's basically a genius. I mean, he won, a, he won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. That's all you need to say about him. But, you know, I was looking at this, and <laughs> when I looked ahead, I thought, you know, one of these deals, are you a UFC comparison again? Football and fighting kind of the same. A lot of times, Teddy, sometimes a fighter will win a fight. And, you know, you might have the other guy lose or you didn't bet it, but you're sort of scouting it. Right. And it's one of these deals where you're like, yeah, this guy just won and he's going to be favored in his next fight. But he's really not great. And, I'm, you know, you make a note, you write it down. I'm going to take, you know, I'm going to bet against this guy in his next fight because everyone thinks he's great because he's coming off this win. I sort of looked ahead to this game thinking the same thing. I didn't know, like, if it was out of spite, though, like after I lost with the Titans. Oh, I'm loading up on the Packers. You know, when you, you get that sort of the spite bet, Teddy, <laughs> you don't think a team yeah. is good, you lose, and you look ahead, all right, I'm doing it again because they're not beating this team. So I looked ahead to this game and thought, oh, I'm so taking the Packers in this game. But the market is disagreeing with me. What do you talk to me about this? Colts minus one and a half right now. So, again, let's talk about the behavior of the betting markets because I'm with you. All right, the only way I'm playing this game is Green Bay. All right, but the markets are going to do just like that. They're going to find reasons to find value, perceived value in different places. So Indy's defensive stats are through the roof. They are. The defensive stats are good against a run. The defensive stats are good yeah, against right the pass. The defensive stats are yeah. good on third down. They're good in the red zone. They're good in all these different stats. And then you go through their schedule and they go, you go, oh, my God, they haven't faced anybody at any point that can really move the football. You know, they haven't faced a single offense clicking on all cylinders all year. Not one. You know, and literally you go through. So that's the one half of the narrative. Look at this Indiana defense statistical profile. The other half of the narrative is here, look at Green Bay. They, you know, the Packers come and go. They, you know, they, they, some yeah, games yeah. they show, there's some games they don't. The last time we saw them on the road against a good defense was the Tampa Bay game. And that was a disaster. And only was it a disaster of a game when Green Bay faced adversity in that game. They quit. They were done. You know, it was it was over. That game was over at halftime. So they say, all right, well, this isn't, isn't that important a game for the Packers, you know. They were comfortable leading the division. Well, Chicago's winning. Yeah. Um, so I understand the narratives. That's why Indy's favored here. I just don't buy any of it, all right? Green Bay's better than Indy. Your eyes see it. My eyes see it. We know it. So that's the only way I'm betting it. 
Packers. You know, and sometimes the stats and the talks and the narratives are all nonsense, dude, in the betting world. Some fun games uh, this week. All right, what about uh, Cleveland and Philadelphia? Uh, Cleveland's been hit with COVID. Do you, what do you make of this, Teddy? So, I don't know, Miles Garrett missed practice today with an illness. Yeah, we had Dr. Chow on tonight, or yesterday, you know, he's, he's being held back against the team. But it's not COVID. You know, it's flu season. But the problem is, this is where things get tricky now. Before, Teddy, you, know, you, you had the flu. You had a fever of 103 or 100, 101 or something, 102, 101. You're playing. They're like, yeah, whatever, man. Take some NyQuil and get out there, right? And uh, whatever. Dr. Chow is saying now if he's got a fever, it's a problem. So you got to keep your eye on this. And get this, Teddy. Their kicker and their long snapper are in COVID protocol. And you can't sign someone this fast, Teddy, in five days. You see what I mean? You know what I mean? Like you can't. So like it goes, it's minimum five days, Teddy, now. So like before you can sign someone, I'll be there in the morning, coach. I'm on the next plane. Right. It doesn't matter now. You've got to go through five days of testing before you can play. So they can't sign a long snapper. They can't sign a field goal kicker. It's something that not people are really talking about. But to me, it's long snappers. And all it takes is one screw up a punt here. You snap the ball there. That's points. there. something to keep our eye on moving forward here, Teddy. Maybe these guys will clear uh, the the process before then. But something to keep our eye on. Miles Garrett uh, illness. And then the long snapper and the field goal kicker in COVID protocol. And as I stated, they can't just sign somebody now off the street because there's not enough time to go through the five-day process. Kind of a weird situation, Teddy. Yeah, I mean, you you, you got a backup long snapper that that can come in, and one would you know one would hope uh, would be able to take over the uh, the trick. The kicker. Uh, could be a different story, but again, with a lot of these, it's contact tracing and not the player himself being sick, which means that if they continue to, you know, whatever tests yeah, yeah. Uh, are, are taken and you get a bunch of guys get reinstated the day before the game, that wouldn't shock anyone. You know, if you're looking at the Raiders defense, I mean, the entire Raiders defense is in that situation. I know, this week, I know, you know, I, I, how do you approach it? Um, so Teddy? there's certainly games. I've discounted it. I don't take it as seriously. Like remember last week, Boise State, right before kickoff, you know, an hour before the game, 45 minutes. Oh, oh man, third, nine guys, nine, nine, nine players being held back tonight. Number moved two points. They won by 50 or whatever, right? Sure. Um, we've seen it time and time again. Oh, Tennessee didn't practice. COVID, blah blah. They killed the Buffalo Bills. Like there's been a yep. lot of. Oh, uh, people get scared when they hear it. Good example is last week, Pittsburgh Steelers. Dr. Chow told us, don't worry about the COVID. They're all going to clear and they're going to kick the crap out of the Bengals. They're healthy. What happened? <laughs> like They cleared the COVID, right? So I don't, you know, when you see COVID, do you go, oh, no now? Or are you just sort of, yeah, it's just another thing, right? It's, uh, well, the thing that you're most worried about is not the outbreak necessarily it's the the facilities being closed it's the routines being changed etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's certainly not an auto bet you know, oh my god this team's got you know they have covid issues therefore i'm auto betting the other side yeah. um I, I tried that strategy early in september <laughs> and found it to be lacking and learned my lesson quickly 
Uh, I love that. I tried it earlier. It didn't work. Yeah, it's like trying the old, yeah, let's bet against the team that hasn't played yet because this team played. It didn't work at all. It went like the complete opposite, like big time. Oh, um, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I know. It was killing the other way. <laughs> I know. Mm. It's funny. Oh, you got to take the team as a point. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles, though, this has got to be a fade team, Teddy, man. They just can't win, bro. They just can't win. Like their confidence is shot. They're lost. You know, Cleveland, they got Kareem Hunt. They got Nick Chubb. They can grind out a win, in my opinion. What's your take on this game? So that's the that's the big issue here is Philly's run defense, okay? And again, the stats for the last three games all look ugly for that Eagles run defense. Well, think about it. They gave up how many rushing yards to Daniel Jones in the two meetings? You know, it was all of the, the two big runs from Daniel Jones. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the, the, he had like a 70-yarder and an 80-yarder in the two meetings against Philly. You take out the – I mean, and again, you say, well, you take out the scrambles. Well, but if you take out the scrambles, their run defense is a heck of a lot better than it looks on paper for Philadelphia. And the markets were all hot and bothered with Philly last week. You know, lots of Philly money came in. And, oh, Philly's healthy again. Philly's healthy again. Yeah, yeah, I felt yeah, It doesn't mean everyone's practicing. But it doesn't mean they're in sync. Give them I a know. week. You know, this week's your buy low opportunity with Philly. But at the same time, uh, again, that division with the two wins this year, <laughs> you know, two and 18. And one of them was what? And they were both asterisk wins. The one was that Dallas beat Atlanta in that game. They came back from six touchdowns down or whatever it was, you know, to win by a point. They didn't cover. Uh, I forget what the other one was. Philly had beat somebody, right? Uh, out of division, but it, it's, it, and then of course, it, so the lean is Philly, but that's not one I have in my pocket. Yeah, San Francisco, that, that night they beat San Francisco. Um, okay, listen, I don't know if I'm falling for it. Man, the Rams are like that flashy, you know, they're like a sports car. It's so flashy and cool, you want to buy it, but then you sort of know in the wintertime, it, you know, it's not the best car to own, yet I'm starting to buy into this team. And it's funny because I'm critical, I'm not critical of McVay, I just don't like the, the the genius stuff all the time. He's a good coach, but let's back off with the genius stuff. Let's win a Super Bowl and call him a genius. Seconds. But they seem to be peaking right now. Uh, we only got 30 seconds here. We got a couple more minutes with Teddy, but Rams are getting four against Tampa. I'm, I'm very interested. This is like a cool, you know, test head to head to see, you know, where these teams are at. I'm liking what the Rams are doing now, Teddy. Me too. They made me money last week, but at the same time, do you trust Goff against a good defense? And or do you trust Brady against a good defense? I like the under in that game. What makes it so interesting? 10 seconds. Total's 48 and a half right now. Teddy Covers kicking it with us. We've got a couple of more minutes. With Five, Teddy Covers. Four, Late night anger management three, class. This two, is Sports Rage. One. Bring it. Zero. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Late night anger management class. So we got a couple of minutes left out here with Teddy Covers. We're talking NFL football. We'll squeeze some college in. Uh, in a second on the way out there here. Uh, so we were talking about the Rams and the Bucks. Very fun football game, man. Real battle. Uh, real test uh, here to see where these teams are at. Uh, Rams, you could argue that it's a bigger game. 
It's a big game for both of them, but Tampa can't afford to keep losing uh, these so-called uh, big games. Uh, Miami and Denver seeing three and a half right now. Dr. Chow told me tonight, Teddy, not to worry about Tua. The Tua is going to be fine. Um, I don't know about the Denver situation. I, you know, it could be ripping. Uh, Miami have been scorching hot, winners of five in a row, but are you ready to lay three and a half on the road with them at Denver? No, I'm just going to leave that one alone. Uh, I, because, I mean, the story is, I made a good bit of money with the Miami Dolphins over the course of the last month, month and a half. I ain't giving give it, it back, back. Yeah. but this yeah. isn't the spot. <laughs> this isn't the spot for Miami. You know, they, they just won five in a row. The Chargers just handed them a game. Now you got to go up to the cold and play a and, I, and Denver might not be that much resistance. You know, we, we've seen uh, – maybe I'll be mad I'm not riding the Dolphins one more time. But, uh, you know, I've, I've made my money with Miami. Thank you, uh, Brian Flores. Um, hey, Teddy, Teddy's a professional. No, you don't rob the same bank four times, five times in a row, right? You move into a different neighborhood. Good job, Teddy. See, Teddy, I Teddy already knows. robbed it five times in a row. Exactly. I know. Now you're, you, you got greedy. Now you got to go. You're smart. <laughs> okay, uh Quickly on this, Atlanta and, and the Saints, what, how are you capping Jameis Winston coming in here? It's a four and a half. Uh, I think the Saints will be uh, as good or better. My power differential was zero uh, from Breeze to Winston. Um, yeah. Winston's got a different skill seconds. set, but don't, you know, we had 33 touchdowns last year and led the NFL in passing. It's not like uh, he's Andy Dalton coming off the bench. You know, Jameis exactly. Winston can play. Uh, Teddy, everyone like Washington State against Stanford. Stanford sucking this year. We've got some late news here. We only got about 20 seconds on the way out. Yeah, literally breaking just now. Uh, Washington State's quarterback, Jaden Delora, just tested positive. Uh, the market is starting to move on that. Five, so like Wazoo, four, uh, be three, concerned about that particular two, bit of news. One, Teddy covers, Teddy. Zero.